Radio 680 WCBM. The excitement is real as legal sports betting hits home with BetMGM. Take the winning shot and join the action at WCBM.com or on the WCBM mobile app. It's time to bet, play, and win with BetMGM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Gosh, the week is already halfway over. Doesn't even feel that way. All right, if you're just joining us, I have to ask you, as I always do, where the heck have you been? We've been talking about New Hampshire. Of course, Trump had a huge win. Nikki Haley still made a victory speech. I know, perplexing. And then, of course, you had uh, for the real Victor Raja. I guess he's he's probably doing it about now, announcing that he is now jumping into the mayoral race here in Baltimore City. Uh, but he's already been talking about it, and uh, people have already posted about it. So, I guess now it's just you know, the formality of it all by having the press conference and. We're going to have Daru Vigaraja on the show tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. So you're going to want to be here in the very first hour. And we're going to ask him some questions, obviously. Now, many of you guys know that Daru is a friend of mine. Uh, but I'm, I'm very curious uh, to hear more about how he feels there is a pathway to victory here. Of course, I don't want to hear more about, uh, you know, how he plans to raise money in such a short amount of time. Now, I don't think Daru has ever had a problem with raising money. Has never been his issue, but you've got uh, uh, over 10 people now in this race. And so that's going to split a lot of votes. I did get a text from Anthony. Anthony says, all these extra people getting in for mayor is going to help Mayor Scott and hurt Sheila Dixon. Right now, Baltimore needs a leader like Sheila Dixon. Somebody's willing to put their foot down. Anthony, I feel you on that one. I will say, though, the Ruben Garaja, very conservative when it comes to law and order. So, so we don't have to worry about him not putting his foot down, but I understand what you're saying because a lot of people, they've already seen Sheila Dixon in action. So a lot of people are saying, okay, well, she could come back into office and get things the way that it was when she was there. Then, you know, I'm all for it. I guess there were so many people, remember, there's still 15%, according to the last poll, that are undecided. That's a large amount, considering you only need about 30% of the vote to win the Democrat primary. Uh, and so, you know, I'm pretty sure he looked at that number, he being through, and thought, all right. And he, like I said, he doesn't usually have a problem raising money. Uh, neither Mayor Scott or Sheila Dixon have raised a uh, million dollars as of yet. And, you know, many, many times these local races, you, you know, they don't usually raise a ton of money. But uh, through Vigdaraja, he's ha- he has raised over a million dollars in the past. Uh, so I think he'll have the money. I guess, you know, a lot of people have been saying that they believe Fox 45 seems to have been supporting Sheila Dixon. Uh, and even though, you know, it's hard to tell, but she definitely does, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, interviews. Uh, but I will say that Mayor Scott, they've reached out to him, even when it comes to the town halls. He always ignores the call. He always ignores it. He doesn't want to go on Fox 45 because they know they'll, they'll ask him some tough questions. So, you know, it, it might look like they favor Sheila more, but perhaps they don't. Uh, perhaps that they're happy that Theroux is getting in. I don't know, because, again, Theroux has done so many different uh, cases throughout the years that have been featured on Fox 45, including the BGE conduit, right? So there's there's a lot here. There's a lot here. Trust me, I will be prepared tomorrow morning to ask him all the questions. If you have a question that you want me to ask Theroux, you can email me at kim at wcbm.com. Okay, Kim? 
KIMWCVM.com. And uh, like I said, the will be joining us at 9.30 a.m. here on Kim Classic Live. I did want to get into this story uh, coming out about the Baltimore City Police Department and overtime. Now, you guys know there's no <laughs> look. There's no doubt that I'm gonna I'm gonna back the blue 100 percent of the time. Uh, I also when I when I heard about the 66 million in overtime, I thought, all right, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But they also don't have a ton on staff. They don't have a ton on patrol. So I wanted to make sure I got uh, you know down deep into this story because uh, I will say that some of the overtime does look a bit excessive. Uh, take a listen. Virtually no monitoring. That's how this massive audit is describing BPD's tracking of overtime spending, allegedly allowing for at least seven police officers to collect more than $100,000 worth of overtime in one year alone. A newly released 56-page audit finding BPD leadership not properly policing overtime wages within the department. The report claiming between January 2021 to June 2022, BPD's overtime wages costing the city more than $66 million. Auditors concluding a lack of oversight and disciplinary action is what's leading to excessive overtime being paid to certain officers. $66 million is a lot of taxpayer money that's being paid out. And taxpayers and all citizens of Baltimore aren't insured that this money is going for the purposes it's supposed to, protecting them. In 2022 alone, the auditors finding 100 officers recording more than 1,000 hours of overtime of which the department's top 10 earners all doubling their base salaries with overtime. Auditors claiming these individuals routinely violated key overtime requirements. They're wasting police resources and they're wasting taxpayer dollars. Other findings of the audit, BPD did not require reviews to ensure that officers did not work more than 32 hours of voluntary overtime per week. A policy BPD allegedly broke at least 693 times in 2022. Long shifts former Deputy Commissioner Jason Johnson says could cost more than taxpayers. The officers working many, many hours in a day, several days on a row, on, in a row, and really not getting enough sleep for a job where you're expected to make life and death decisions uh, at any time. So it, it, it certainly from a health and safety and wellness standpoint is not good. All right. And a lot to unpack there. You know, $66 million in overtime wages. That's a lot. That's a lot. Again, auditors concluded that the supervisory personnel at all levels within BPD did not exercise the necessary oversight and disciplinary action to effectively monitor overtime, which in turn contributed to excessive overtime being paid to certain officers. Now, you probably heard the number seven. At least seven officers took home more than $100,000 in overtime pay. A breakdown of the department's top 10 earners showed all of the officers doubling their base salaries with overtime. Auditors say those individuals routinely violated key overtime requirements. All right, so we saw this also with the Gun Trace Task Force. And I said it before, and I will say it again. You cannot have a corrupt police department in Baltimore City uh, unless you absolutely have corruption within City Hall. And I said that before, even with the Gun Trace Task Force, because when it, when it comes down to it, the mayor's office, uh, those in City Hall, this is all connected, right? And so I do believe, 
But I do believe there are probably officers that feel as though that they could continue to take advantage of the system and how it's set up, which is slightly corrupt, let's be honest. And they know that they could clock this overtime. Now, I as soon as I heard this story, because again, this was an investigation. As soon as I heard this story, my first thought was, okay, but what about safe streets? <laughs> You know what I mean? Look, it's, is some of this excessive? Absolutely. Not a laughing matter. Absolutely. But at the same time, we have no idea what's going on in safe streets. None. If an officer gets in trouble on the job, right? Say there's a police-involved shooting or anything that's going on, we know about it, right? They're placed on leave, they get to the bottom of it, and then that's when we hear more. When it comes to safe streets, who's received millions of dollars... We don't know who's worked there. We don't know about their criminal history. We don't know if they're taking overtime or not, right? Because we, we're not allowed to look at any of it. And so that was my first thought. Yes, sure. I'm, I'm sure, you know, it is certain that you've got to monitor what's going on at BPD and you've got to do some investigation. And it's, it is uh, not a glowing report, that's for sure. And does something need to be handled there? Yes. I need to know why. Why would you have seven officers that have $100,000 in overtime? Sure, that's got to be taken up with the department. Something does have to happen there. You know, was it a mistake? What is what is going on, right? But you can't even say that because there is no HR. There is no, you know, uh, payroll system. There is no transparency when it comes to safe streets. Again, over $50 million went into Monzi. We heard about all the money that Shantae Jackson and friends were making. They were all making six figures over there at the mayor's office. So for me, if you want me to get upset about overtime on the police, it's not going to happen. Not today. Not today. Because, first of all, we're down with officer recruitment. We don't have people that really want to patrol here. We don't have a commissioner. We talked about this, right? Commissioner Worley, is he really backing up his officers? I'm going to go ahead and say no. I know there are some people that listen to the show that I consider friends, and they do like Worley. But no, the last time we heard from Worley, what did he say? Just over the weekend, we had five people that were killed. Worley stepped up to the podium and said what? There are too many guns. We need gun control. What? What? No. And so, you know, it, it, it's very hard for me to get on board with all of this. It really is. Does it need to be investigated? Sure. Sure it does. Sure it does. But I need more investigations in this, just this. I wanted to read to you some of the comments here uh, on this story. Because, of course, like I said, people, you know, they want to see exactly, you know, what is going on. And obviously something needs to occur uh, one commenter said, this level of abuse could only occur with complicity of management. Uh, doubling base salaries with overtime is a clear management failure. Waste, fraud, and abuse is fairly common in government agencies. Police departments are not immune. Someone should be held accountable. Uh, those that abuse the system to line their pockets should suffer some consequences. Sadly, this will not happen, and the show goes on. I agree with that comment 100%. 100%. Uh, and then I just I would personally go further to say, you know, this might be again why we have so many issues, right? Because if, if, like this commenter said, management would have to know about this. Somebody has to sign off on it. All right. The officer doesn't just show up, clock in, clock out, clock in, clock out or leave the clock going without somebody signing off on that overtime. So that one hundred thousand dollars that went to what those seven officers, somebody had to sign it. Right. Somebody had to sign it. 
Another texter here says, uh, seems like millions of payroll fraud likely occurred. Uh, allowing unmonitored overtime is an invitation to such misconduct. Uh, Police Commissioner Harrison had to be directly aware of what was going on. He was responsible for stopping it. If his efforts to stop it were ignored, then he had to, uh, he had some insubordination issues as well. It looks like he took care of neither. You know, that was another piece of this, because when we saw Police Commissioner Harrison leaving his role, what was happening? A lot of drama. A lot of drama. Remember, there was there was back and forth. There were text messages that were revealed between Police Commissioner Harrison, Shante Jackson. Harrison was in front of city council. Eric, uh, Eric Costello, the councilman, was asking him, do you plan on leaving? Are you going to leave here, Police Commissioner? And then <laughs> the Police Commissioner said, I, I can only answer what the, what the mayor wants me to answer. Right? <laughs> and then Eric Costello gets out of his seat. He storms out like a little girl. Oh, that, that's not the answer I wanted. Right? And then Nick Mosby standing there smiling and grinning because he already knows what's going on because apparently he had text messages of Police Commissioner Harrison uh, knowing the fact that he was, in fact, going to leave. A bunch of drama. It was like a high school moment in a cafeteria, right? It was a bunch of drama. They act like a bunch of little kids. And so if you have all of this going on and nobody's paying attention or monitoring overtime or what's going on in the back end, of course, yeah, you're going to have some people... My mom would call it larceny in their heart, right? Some people are con artists. They just are. Some people are going to take advantage of it. Some people are going to continue to clock in, clock out, and leave the clock running because they know absolutely nobody's watching what's going on because they're all paying attention to the theater. And the theater is the ridiculous administration Mayor Scott currently has. Right? He can't even keep an executive director. DPW, have they got the handle on that yet? And so, yeah, you're going to have people take advantage of it. So I guess my, my analysis here, and if you want to weigh in, you can, 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. Also weigh in on the text line. My analysis, this is my opinion, Kim Klasik. My analysis is, uh, yeah, so what? Yeah. You know what? You don't like it? Get your act together. There are going to be people that take advantage of the fact that this administration, this city in general, is a dumpster fire. Now, is it right? No. Should they be fired? Yes. Should, it be, should we make sure that they're not then transferred to another department in another city or state? Yes. If they can steal overtime and taxpayer dollars, they shouldn't be officers. But don't sit there and cry, whoa, oh my God, I can't believe this happened, when you don't have a handle on anything that's going on in the city. You never have. This is why when I talk about Democrats and the one-party mob rule, this is what you get. This is what you get. You get con artists that are able to take advantage of the already corrupt system in place. Ta-da! Right? Like, everybody now get out of the clown car. I mean, that's what it is. It's a circus. And we're all sitting back watching, and we want something better to happen, but it doesn't happen. So now it's like, all right, you might get a new mayor, you might not. We don't know, right? You might get a new mayor. But even if you did get a new mayor, does it change the corruption within City Hall? It's all the same party. There's going to be a lot of people that will still continue to have their jobs. If you had a Republican, at least you could clean house. They're not cleaning house with Democrats. And look, as I told you before, the Reverend Naraja, he's my friend. You think he's going to completely clean house? No. No. 
All right? It's in, look, the political class in Baltimore City, they're all connected. If you go to any of their fundraisers, you go to any of their parties, they're all there shaking each other's hands, giving hugs. You go to Preakness, you see everybody hanging out, everybody's drinking together. You know, it doesn't change until you change the party. And that's the sad part about this. All right, I got a text here that says from Barry, it says, Corruption, incompetence, or both. It's probably more incompetence. Yeah, Barry, I, I'm sure we'll hear more about it. Uh, Debbie asked, what is the annual budget uh, overruns in overtime for how long? Hire more officers you're paying anyway. Yeah, that's another part of it, Debbie. They don't even have enough officers. So overtime will still accrue in this department because they don't have enough people on patrol. So you'll still see overtime. I guess, my, again, my thing is do safe streets next. I want to see safe streets. Let us know what's going on over there. All right, coming up next, we're going to play Who Said That, so don't go anywhere. Turn your volume up a lot louder. And then also we're going to talk about the speed cameras that could be coming to Baltimore County. You know I'm not happy. I live in Baltimore County, and sometimes I speed. So <laughs> so we'll talk about all that and more. Go to next. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing, full-arch, teeth-express, teeth-in-a-day implant treatment, helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. Being present and in the moment for family activities was impossible because Will Burt was so focused on the constant pain in his leg. My wife likes to take walks. I always kind of dreaded going on walks because they hurt. The boys both play baseball. I coach their teams. I was going to do them and be in pain and be uncomfortable and kind of sacrifice my own health. An old Achilles injury left Will coping with agonizing pain until he discovered the natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. No surgery or steroids. The procedure took place in the office and Will walked right out. I feel great. There's no pain. There's no tenderness. Patients like Will are feeling amazing and living their best lives. Ironically, just got off the golf off course today, so I think that's a good telltale sign that the Achilles is feeling better. Don't be in pain another day. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 410-989-PAIN. That's 410-989-PAIN. 410-989-PAIN. Maryland Elite Firearms in Finksburg is family-owned and operated for over 30 years. You'll always receive friendly and courteous service at Maryland Elite. They stock all your favorite manufacturers and have a large selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. Great prices at MarylandEliteFirearms.com. Shop local. The start of the new year brings possibilities, yet too often this enthusiasm is met with pain in our feet, knees, and back. Does that sound like you? Then it's time to check out the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Art Supports are FSA, HSA eligible. Come into the Good Feet Store for your free fitting and test walk. On the next morning drive with Casey and Elliot, Fox 45's Chris Paps with an explosive new report and General Tykert for U.S. Senate. Thursday morning, 6 to 9, Talk Radio 680, WCBM. 
right, coming up here shortly, we're going to play Who Said That? Like I said, put your volume up just a little bit higher because you want to guess. You don't just get bragging rights. You also get Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets, uh, which is a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to talk about soon also the uh, more speed cameras that could be coming to Baltimore County. Our favorite delegates, uh, Delegate Kathy Shalega, Delegate Ryan Rocky. Uh, they're actually in the audio clip that I'm going to play, but, uh, you know, it's good to see them always uh, fighting back. Because, honestly, Republicans, we're outnumbered. We are. So when we have true fighters, you know, with some of the Republicans that do represent us, uh, just make sure you support them any way you can. Because it's not easy. You know that already. I do want to mention, you know, how fast did those Raven tickets sell out yesterday? Boy, oh, boy. I had so many people calling and, and texting me, Kim, you, you wouldn't have to have... Ravens tickets, would you? And like, no, I, I, first of all, I don't like going to Ravens games. I don't like it. It's cold. People are yelling. Move those chains. Move those chains. Like, <laughs> I'm too old. I'm too old. Uh, but no, I was going to go. Uh, a friend of mine invited me. And then I saw that the, uh, the game didn't start till three o'clock. And I said, well, I'm so old. You know, by the time it's over, I'll be ready to go to bed. <laughs> so I said, no, thank you. You know, and plus on Sunday, you guys know I have a seven-year-old, so I like to make sure that we're home and, and preparing for the week, right? But there are a lot of people that are still hoping to get their hands on Ravens tickets. I will say they've been warning a lot of people about some of the scam artists, because now you have some people out there selling fake Ravens tickets because some people are so desperate. Just make sure you check things out before you purchase those Ravens tickets. The last thing you want to do is spend $2,000 on tickets that are not real. So remember, there are scam artists out there, and I don't want to hear about you getting scammed in any way. All right, coming up now, we are going to play Who Said That? Now, I'm going to go ahead and just give you a little bit of a hit with this. You're going to tell me which actor said this. Faster than you can say spread them. I was inside the cold, gray walls of Statesville Prison. I was surrounded by pimps, rapists, and murderers. It was like being in the stands at a Los Angeles Raiders game. It was going to take all my police experience just to stay alive in here. Like a midget at a urinal, I was going to have to stay on my toes. Oh, gosh. Who said that? 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. Uh, you, can't, you can't text or email. you got to call in because you got to talk to producer Brian uh, so that you can make sure you give him his inf- your information for the Maryland Scratch-Off lottery tickets. Uh, you know what? Talking about that sad story earlier about the six-year-old that was stabbed in South Baltimore, it really just, like, you know how sometimes you're just thrown off mentally? I feel like I'm thrown off right now, mentally, emotionally. Uh, just a sad story, if you missed it, a six-year-old was killed last night in South Baltimore, stabbed multiple times in the back, allegedly by the uh, mother's boyfriend. And, uh, you know, this morning, before I even heard about that story, I was kind of smiling because, you know, my daughter's around the same age. And it was one of those moments where it's like you, you think about it, you're like, wow, you're going to miss this, right? You're, you're going to miss this. Uh, she goes brushing her teeth this morning as she comes out of the bathroom and she's singing this song and she's like, don't throw toys in the toilet. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like wait, what? And she's singing, don't throw toys in the toilet. And I said, wait a minute, were you throwing your toy in the toilet? <laughs> you know, that's your first reaction. She said, no, that's the song. I know they had that on the Cocoa Melon. So she's singing the song. Well, anyways, I, I, I then thought, these are those moments where you're going to think, wow, you know, she's only going to do this at seven, right? Uh, you're going to miss this. So again, uh, that sad story in South Baltimore, I'm sure we'll get more information uh, tomorrow about that. 
Coming up next, we're going to get a winner here for Who Said That? Don't forget, 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. And then we'll talk about possible speed cameras in Baltimore County. You know I'm not happy. Former President Trump has a message for New Hampshire, quoting Mr. Trump, Thank you very much. We love you. Following his Iowa caucus win, Mr. Trump has swept to victory in the New Hampshire primary. At the same time, Nikki Haley is insisting that she is staying in the race. And although he was not on the ballot, President Biden won the New Hampshire Democratic primary as a write-in candidate. A Russian governor says there were no survivors in the crash of a Russian military transport plane near the border with Ukraine. The plane carried 65 Ukrainian POWs, and Russia accuses Ukraine of shooting down the plane. The U.S. has hit Iranian-backed militia targets in both Iraq and Yemen, and Ford is recalling nearly 1.9 million Explorer SUVs because a trim piece can fly off, creating a hazard for other drivers. More details at srnnews.com. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com The storm back in the plains, it's a slow mover, so we're seeing the clouds, but not much rain today. Only a slight chance of a shower. 48 this afternoon. The rain widespread overnight. Lots of clouds. Rain off and on tomorrow. 59 the high and a few showers early in the day Friday before we dry out. Still cloudy though, warmer, 68 Friday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Is your roof leaking? Do you have water spots in your walls or ceilings? Do you have leaks around your chimney or skylights? If so, then you may need to repair or replace your roof before the damage escalates. Call Wallace Roofing at 410-655-3700. Wallace Roofing is in business for over 90 years is a third-generation family-owned and operated full-service roofing company specializing in steep and flat roofs, all types of metal roofs, gutters, downspouts, and skylights. They do residential and commercial roofs and do not use subcontractors. When your roof does need repairing, it's important to get not only the finest quality materials available, but a fair and reasonable price on installing those materials as well. If your roof is showing signs of wear or problems, call Wallace Roofing at 410-655-3700 for roof repair and replacement. That's Wallace Roofing, 410-655-3700. 0% financing is also available. Wallace Roofing, 410-655-3700. 
3700 MHIC number 1566. Wallace Roofing. Above all, a good roof. The Hilton Garden Inn, conveniently located in Owings Mills with easy check-in using their digital key. Just download their Hilton Honors app. Whether it's a special event or a get-together for drinks at the grill, you can be sure of a great time for all. Relax in their indoor pool and wake up to a delicious cup of coffee and made-to-order breakfast. Reach out to their sales department for your catering and event space needs. Call the Hilton Garden Inn, Owings Mills, 410-654-0030, 410-654-0030, where your stay matters. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Their video interview tool makes it easy and effortless to meet with candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Hi, it's Sean Casey, and we're excited to announce the first ever morning drive brunch at Expectation with myself and Bruce Elliott, February 21st at their Timonium location. Expectation has delicious brunch food, and we can't wait to meet all our morning show listeners. We'll talk about local and national news, answer your questions, and maybe even play Choose Your Fake News. So mark your calendar for February 21st to have brunch with Bruce and myself at Expectation in Timonium. Mark Levin, weekday evenings at 7 on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. All right, my favorite time of the show. We're going to play Who Said That? Remember, when you win, you don't just get bragging rights. You also get Maryland's scratch-off lottery tickets, which is a lot of fun. If you're like myself, I love to gamble on scratch-off lottery tickets every now and then. Uh, And I do appreciate the fact that we do have these to give away. Uh, before the break, you heard some audio, but we're going to hear it one more time, and then we're going to go to the phones. Faster than you can say spread them, I was inside the cold, gray walls of Statesville Prison. I was surrounded by pimps, rapists, and murderers. It was like being in the stands at a Los Angeles Raiders game. It was going to take all my police experience just to stay alive in here. Like a midget at a urinal, I was going to have to stay on my toes. Now, who said that? Okay, first of all, Brian, the producer, I've never heard such a thing in my life. <laughs> so let's go to the phone lines. This, I, I, we're going to figure this out. Sean in Sparrow's Point. Sean, do you know who said that? I do, Kim. It was Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Okay, Sean, tell me about Leslie Nielsen just a little bit, because I am lost here. Oh, my God. You've never seen Airplane or Dragnet? No. <laughs> uh, you're missing out. Is that uh, what I'm, I'm going to watch? I'm an 80s child. I'm an 80s child. It's 80s. Uh, Airplane was out in the 80s. It's a hilarious movie. Airplane 2. Oh. And uh, he's got a very distinct voice, so that was kind of easy. Well, good. I'm glad that you won there, Sean. And I will check those okay, movies out. Did I win? Did you... I win a Ravens playoff ticket? <laughs> that would be something, wasn't it? <laughs> now, you got bragging uh... rights. You, you did get that, right. and then you got scratch-off lottery tickets. And if you win big, because I, I bet you will, Sean, if you win big, you can let us know. And who knows, you might win enough for Ravens tickets. I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great afternoon. Don't forget, you can play the fun new scratch-off game, Fast Roll, with a top prize of $1,000. Reveal a 7, and you'll win the prize shown. Reveal an 11 symbol, and you'll win the double. We'll win double the prize shown. For details, go to MDLottery.com. Don't forget to please play responsibly. All right. I will check those movies out, I guess. I I will check them out. Leslie Nielsen. Couldn't tell you anything about it. But I'm glad I'm glad that Sean won. And this is why Brian, the producer, is so great at this game. Because he pulls out stuff that you guys know. I, I guess I don't really know enough about, you know, whether it's pop culture or celebrities in general. I really don't. 
I really don't. If I'm not watching the news, I'm watching Lifetime, and I'm possibly watching a reality show, possibly. But you know, I don't. I don't watch a ton of TV as it is. So uh, again, Sean, congratulations to you, and I thank all of you for playing, and I also thank all of you for listening in every day. Uh, I know that you have options, and the fact that you're here listening to Kim Plasic Live or WCBM in general, uh, we all appreciate you. Uh, I wanted to talk about these speed cameras that could be possibly going into Baltimore County now. You know me. I'm not happy about any of this conversation. I, <laughs> I'm really not. Look, and I, it's not that I, I have a problem with speeding. It's not that. Okay? I have a problem with being late. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, Baltimore County, uh, now they, uh, they want to basically bypass uh, those the legislator and figuring out on where and how many uh, speed cameras to put out. I want you to take a listen to this audio that we'll discuss. The bill sponsor says this is a pro-safety measure and it focuses on local control. Speed limit camera ahead. It is back, the battle over speed cameras in Baltimore County in the form of House Bill 58. The bill would allow the expansion of the cameras in certain neighborhoods and for police to decide where to put them. The Baltimore County Council would have to sign off on them. They are needed thing because a lot of times I have seen drivers just bypass the uh, even the school guards just sitting outside trying to, to keep the children safe. 78 speed cameras are already in operation in school zones, but two state delegates worry the county will set up plenty more. They say the bill will remove any checks and balances from the Maryland General Assembly. In a statement, Republican Ryan Naraki claims the county has already radically expanded where speed cameras can be placed. Soon, there will be more speed cameras than Amazon delivery trucks across our roadways. And according to Republican Kathy Shalega, when $40 tickets flood your mailbox, it will be too late to stop this. Rather than increasing the number of speed cameras across the county, we need more police officers working traffic. It seems to be that you can't go anywhere without getting caught by one of those cameras. The bill's sponsor, Delegate Michelle Guyton, tells 11 News this bill simply transfers the authority to decide when and where speed monitoring devices can be placed in residential areas in Baltimore County from the state. This bill enables our local government to make these decisions directly, if they choose to do so, to protect the safety of our constituents. One driver hopes enough research has been done. Have they been effective where they've seen them put up, and are they seeing an increase in accidents in areas where they don't have them? If not, then probably look elsewhere. The first step is to have the state lawmakers who represent Baltimore County decide. Then the bill goes to the House and Senate. Reporting from Randallstown, Barry Sims, TV 11 News. All right, I got to get your feedback here. 410-WCBM680-410-922-6680. Look, we know that a lot of speed cameras go up because there are a lot of local governments that use it as revenue. All right. And right now you got 78 speed cameras already up in Baltimore County. And I'm kind of, I'm sitting where that last uh, interviewer is sitting, or interviewee, I should say. If you heard there, that the Channel 11 questioned uh, this one motorist, and he said, look, you know, where's the data on this? Are, are they working? Are there fewer accidents where the 78 already sit? Uh, are they helping in any way? Like, you know, just saying that, oh, we, we, we're going to need more speed cameras and we want to make sure that we give this authority to the Baltimore County Council. I have to be honest with you. I'm not impressed with the Baltimore County Council. 
This is the same guys and gals that made, you know, made it so that every time we walk into any store, we have to make sure we, we bring reusable bags. It's such an inconvenience. It's a total inconvenience. This is a total inconvenience. Why is it in Baltimore County, whether it's Johnny Olszewski or many on the county council, why do you want to inconvenience your residents? Like, what's the point? Is it just for money? I mean, is that is that what it is? Because we've had enough. Right? You'll focus on this, but you won't focus on the open-air drug markets. Really? Look, you know, and I, I know there are people in county council that probably do care, right? They probably do care. Maybe they're outnumbered. But even when it comes to Boulder County Executive Donnie Olszewski, I mean, enough is enough. And, and, and from what I hear, he wants to fail upwards. No. No. If I have anything to do with it, we will make sure we talk about you every single day and all the disaster in which you brought. Okay? The crime and violence is up in Baltimore County. They're t- still talking about that stupid red line that nobody wants, right? The public transportation system is, you know, basically a mess, considering the fact that you've got more people coming in from Baltimore City, committing more crimes in the county, and that's how they're getting around. And then you want to put in the red line so you can transfer even more criminals? Get out of here. And then you want us to pay for it. A billion dollars, says Governor Westmore. And there's Baltimore County Executive uh, Oshesky. Oh, yes, I think this is a great idea. Really? Not where you live, apparently. You don't care. It's it's inconveniencing everybody because, unfortunately, you've got leadership and county council that seem to not be able to figure out how to actually bring revenue into the county. So they want to put more speed cameras up to nickel and dime us. Again, I sit where, uh, where that other uh, motorist sits. How, are they working? Are they working? Are there less accidents? Do you really need more? Or is this solely about money? And if it's solely about money, I need you to get off the county council. I need you to leave the seat. And I need somebody that's elected that can actually bring revenue into the county. I need somebody that isn't going to be elected that can actually work with our state legislators. you got two state legislators here saying, this is ridiculous. How are you on the opposite? Work together. For crying out loud. I, you know what? I get so upset. Maybe because it affects me directly. <laughs> I get so upset at stuff like this. It's like, all right, you you can't come up with any innovative ideas to attract more uh, revenue, basically, right? Whether it's in, you know, businesses or what have you, you know, anything that you can get into the county. And so because of that, you're just going to continue to nickel and dime the taxpayers. It's ridiculous. It really is. Uh, again, I'm glad that uh, you got the delegates standing up against it. Uh, I do believe that we have some texts coming in. And so I will say, okay, this text is about something else. So I'm not really sure exactly there. You know what? Maybe, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so people were commenting, commenting on Leslie Nielsen. I promise. I will I will figure out who Leslie Nielsen is, and I will make sure that I uh, watch the movies. But as far as the uh, Baltimore County uh, speed cameras, uh, hopefully we won't see more of those. In all honesty, there's so many other things that our county council could be focusing on. Uh, like I said, crime and violence is up, uh, despite what Baltimore County Executive Johnny Olszewski said. Uh, he compared his numbers of last year uh, to his numbers before that. Uh, he did not compare his numbers to the numbers uh, in 2017, which would be before he got into office. So comparing his own numbers to his numbers means absolutely nothing. And the fact that you had anybody giving him airtime to say as such, I blame them too. 
I blame them too. You are you are spreading misinformation and propaganda and all of this nonsense because he thinks he's a great county executive. He's not. He's not. Yes, county executive. Yes, you might. The numbers were down last year, and that is only because you had extremely high numbers with crime and violence the year prior. They're all your numbers. And anybody that doesn't see that is just, you know, they're out to lunch or they just don't care. But we need new leadership in Baltimore County. It's starting to look a lot like Baltimore City. I got a lot of people that tell me all the time when it comes to the city and county line there on York Road, like you can't even tell where that line is. You you had, uh, unfortunately, students at Towson University that were raped, remember? There was a rapist that came in from Baltimore City, raped Towson University students. We have a lot of car chases that start in the city, end in the county. And then you have Johnny Oshesky, oh, we need a police accountability board. No, you don't. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with BPD, the Baltimore County Police. Nothing wrong at all. It's you. It's just you. I've got uh, Ernest in Baltimore. Ernest, you wanted to weigh in? Yes, I'll talk about the traffic cameras. Um, first of all, I agree with what you said about um, having more traffic cops because instead of guys in the public, they'll be creating jobs. But um, <laughs> my original thought was I want to know why they got speed cameras on expressways when, when expressways was for, made to go fast on. Yeah, well, you know what, Ernest, that's a good question. But, but it, all, it all goes down to, to money, right? They're, they're hoping to get more revenue. And so that's yeah, my yeah. that's my problem. It's like you're going to nickel and dime the taxpayers because you can't bring in more businesses. You can't invite more to help, you know, to really have the economy thrive. So they're going to nickel and dime us. Right, scaring people away. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Ernest. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great afternoon. And, uh, yeah, that was at the uh, – actually, that was uh, Doug and Kathy Shalega that, uh, that said that we need more police. And we do need more police. And Ernest is right. It does create more jobs. And for the most part, you know, as far as recruitment, it's not as bad as Baltimore City and Baltimore County. But I mean, look, just be honest, it's down all over the country, unfortunately, because we had this movement to vilify our police, which is, you know, absolutely ridiculous. And so hopefully that'll change soon. But we got to stay on top of this. It's it's uh, if we allow them to continue to get away with these things, it's just going to keep happening. And as a caller pointed out earlier today, Maryland is so blue, and a lot of these different counties are so blue. And even though they see, right, even they, they put policies in place, they make these decisions, they, there's no way they can't see that they're bad decisions. But they make them because they want to act like, you know, they're actually doing something. Even with Mayor Scott, right, with his old group violence reduction strategy we played his you know, latest campaign ad, if you notice there, he just wanted to sound smart, did you notice that? Now, he's one of the worst public speakers I think I've ever seen, especially somebody that's been in office since 2011. It's 2024. You still can't speak? What the hell? <laughs> right? I'd be like, really? You still sound like you're eighth grade saying, okay, Baltimore, today is our day. We're going to do this big. The inner harbor is coming back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really? Is that still how you're, you're reading teleprompters like that still? But he tries to make himself sound smart by saying, oh, we're, we're treating the violence like a, a national health crisis. Are you? 
Is that why you're treating the violence like? Because it's, national, it's not a national health crisis. You got violence up in progressive cities across this country because you have incompetent people like yourself, Mr. Mayor, that do not know how to get a handle on it or don't care to. And so they want to be progressive. Well, we're the first to do this or we're the first to do that. Well, let me tell you why you're the first. Because it's a stupid idea. It's a stupid idea to treat criminals like they're dealing with some disease. Okay? They're criminals. It's a dumb idea. Nobody's done it first because it's dumb. All right? So just put a, a, a pin it on that. But this is what we're dealing with time and time again. I got John in Baltimore. John, you wanted to weigh in about the speed cameras? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, this is me, John. Yep. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm the guy who was uh, at Kelsey. I gave you the books to read. Did, did you read them before I forget about it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting there. I'm still getting uh, there. No, no. I just want to say you hit the nail on the head of, of, of when, when you said, like, uh, you know, it's, it's like they don't know how to create businesses. That's why, the, why, why they're trying to, uh, you know, do something to justify their own pathetic existences, basically. I'm trying to, you know, nickel and dime it. You know? but, but the thing I wanted to tell you was back in 2012, like, I, I was someone who, let's say, like, used to gather information. And I, I did a nice big write-up. I wish I could find it around the house somewhere in 2012. If you can get to these sites, I don't know if they've censored them or not. But uh, uh, you got to watch out also uh, when they have these speed lights. Um, uh, they, they throw in the, uh, the yellow light scan. Uh, that, uh, I don't know if you've heard of that one. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and it's like a very short thing, and then people tend to speed up. And, and whether you're innocent or not, you know, they'll, they'll slap a ticket on you. And uh, I sort of did like a little write-up in 2012. Um, if I can find that, I'll send to you. I got a lot of junk around my house. Uh, but like, there's actually more uh, uh, rear end collisions from people uh, slamming on the brakes to avoid those things. Uh, oh, uh, okay. But one thing you want to watch out for, like, like when they put those speed lights and slash red light cameras in, uh, you know, watch out for that yellow light scan. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's good information, John. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I, you know what? It makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Dave in Baltimore, you wanted to weigh in? Yes, ma'am. I, I don't want to pay any more for these um, speed cameras. I don't want them to buy any more of them. They're going to cost so much more money because these things are not free. And I'm sure... And uh, I'm surprised they haven't raised the cost of a ticket from, like, whatever, 40 bucks to $50 or something like that. Oh, Dave, you know that's coming next. Right, because yeah, we already heard, happen. we already heard Governor yeah. Westmore is spending money faster than he possibly yep. can. Uh, yes, he is. You're right about mm. that, Dave. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate you uh, both uh, bring up great points, and uh, you know the eleven, the eleven, the yellow uh, camera there on the yellow light. I I believe it, man. I really do. It, it, but again, this is all about revenue. It really is, and I. Uh, I, you know, I sometimes pray that we'll have new leadership in some of these positions, but it's, uh, for some reason, reaching the masses here in, in Maryland and trying to get them or convince them that Democrats are just, right now, it's just not the way to go. And I'm not telling anybody to not be a Democrat. That's not what I'm saying. But right now, in office, these progressives that are in the Democrat Party, they've infiltrated the Democrat Party, they can no longer try to lead us. They're leading us off a cliff. All right, coming up next, we'll wrap up the show with the updates on Marilyn Mosby in court.
Hi, Jim Hunter here to remind you that you can have an amazing new kitchen at a fraction of the cost with Chic Cabinet Refacing from John Hagee Remodeling. My wife Bonnie and I had our kitchen redone by the John Hagee team and we couldn't be happier. It looks brand new and without all the time, mess, and cost of tearing everything out. They even brought our old cabinets up to date with new drawers, rollout trays, and more. Call John Hagee for your project and you'll learn why they've won so many awards for their craftsmanship and their customer service. Right now, get half off savings on chic cabinet refacing. Save half off the cost of refacing either your base or wall cabinets, whichever measurement is less. Call 410-329-1002. That's 329-1002. Or go to johnhagee.com. That's John H-E-A-G-Y.com. Visit their showrooms on York Road and Hunt Valley and start planning your kitchen or bath project. Take it from me, Jim Hunter, and choose John Hagee Remodeling for your home improvements. Building excellence for over 40 years. Nothing can be more frustrating than working hard your entire life, saving as much as possible, then watching your money go down right before retirement. Mike Connett, Ryan Herbert, and the team at ProStatus Financial can help. They're going to sit down with you personally to create a complete retirement plan, which includes the 401k x-ray, income analyzer, tax planning analysis, and estate plan review. This is up to a $2,500 value, and it's complimentary for the next five callers who have at least $500,000 saved for retirement. Congratulations. You've done a great job of saving. Now, call 866-597-1040 and let the team at ProStatus Financial help you protect, grow, and distribute your wealth in the most tax-efficient manner possible. Call ProStatus Financial today at 866-597-1040. That's 866-597-1040. Advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor, insurance license in Maryland. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. The Rob Carson Show. The best thing you can do as someone whose father abandoned you is to embrace fatherhood and show that you can do it. It's the greatest way that you can tell that man who left you behind that you're worthy and show that it was his weakness not to stay with you and witness the glory of your childhood and your adulthood. It is unbelievable. The Rob Carson Show. Weekdays, noon to 3 on Talk Radio 680 WCDM. Listen every Sunday from 6.05 to 6.20 a.m. for a broadcast from the internationally known St. Jude Shrine in Baltimore. St. Jude is the patron saint of despair and hopeless cases. Sunday mornings from 6.05 to 6.20 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right. I was thinking uh, during the break there, what if I did a show uh, like Mayor Brandon Scott just for one day? I wonder if I could pull it off for the whole show. You know, like I know, right? (laughs) I was thinking about this. I was like, welcome back to the Kim Classic Live show. And here on WCBM, we're going to talk about Marilyn Mosby. (laughs) I don't know how he does it because there's no flow to it, right? There's like, it's just, 
Ah, it's interesting. Anyways, I did see where uh, Thuru Vigaraja did officially throw his hat in the ring. He is running for Baltimore City Mayor, and so now you've got about 11 candidates in the race. Don't forget, Thuru's going to join us tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. we got lots of questions for him. If you have questions for him, you can always email them to me. It's WCBM. Actually, it's Kim at WCBM.com. Kim at WCBM.com. And I uh, hope I can get your questions in. A little update here on Marilyn Mosby's second criminal trial, which is underway in Greenbelt, Maryland. Uh, don't forget, she was indicted back in January 2022. Here we are on January 2024, and she's just now uh, getting in front of the jury. That These are for the federal perjury and mortgage fraud charges, and apparently they were able to prove that uh, State Attorney Marilyn Mosby lied repeatedly on mortgage applications to purchase her two Florida vacation homes. Uh, one is an eight-bedroom, six-bathroom home near Orlando. Sounds nice. Beautiful. The other is a 1,500-square-foot condo uh, in Longboat uh, on the key on the Gulf of Mexico. 1,500 square feet. I guess she already knew that she was leaving Nick, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got jokes. Well, anyways, apparently uh, they are saying, the prosecutors are saying that they are able to uh, prove that the, the defendant, Mosby, lied repeatedly to influence lenders that she wanted to give her money for the Florida vacation homes. And uh, it wasn't the money that she didn't have. It was the money she already owed. So she's not on trial for owing taxes, but she is for lying about it. So that is the update there with Marilyn Mosby. She's uh, back in the courtroom. I don't know, again, why she didn't take the plea deal here, uh, because it seemed to me that they obviously had, like I said before, uh, the IRS agent said that she absolutely knew about the tax lien on the home for $45,000. She was copied on the payment plan, and now they're saying that she lied, uh, you know, uh, to the uh, mortgage broker and such as well. So we'll continue to watch that as well. Uh, tomorrow, like I said, 9.30 a.m., we'll be joined by Through the Garage. i got lots of questions there. Uh, I know we're not going to have them for a ton of time, but we should have them for at least 30 minutes. So say your questions over. Kim at WCBM.com. Brian, thank you for a great show as always. And I'll talk to all of you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Real estate. Keep it or cash it in. Thinking about selling or listing your property? Don't do it until you look at all your options. There are faster ways to a cash settlement without waiting for months for an offer. Don't lose thousands of dollars in commissions. Talk to Charles Parrish to get a no-commission offer on your property. Let Charles show you how you can sell fast and pay no fees. If you have property, city or county, land or commercial, call 866-474-7000 and talk to Charles for a cash proposal. For over 40 years, Charlie has been offering no commission, no settlement cost transactions to property owners. Charles Parrish is licensed and bonded, a local family business. Don't list. Don't wait for an offer. There is a faster way. Call Charles Parrish at 866-474-7000 or visit charlesparish.com. That's charlesparish.com. That's Parrish with two R's. WCBM Baltimore.